This is The Wealth Standard Radio, your gold standard in everything financial. Hey, everyone. This is Patrick Donahoe. Welcome to uh, this morning's episode of The Wealth Standard Radio. Uh, This is episode 138. And uh, boy, you're in for a treat today. I'm going to just spend a few minutes uh, getting ready for uh, for our guest, uh, but it's it's one of my favorite guys in the world, just based on what he's done, and uh, just his his knowledge, his intelligence, his background, and specifically the research he goes into to to prove his point. So you're gonna you're gonna love this guy. Uh, but his name's Barry Dyke, and he uh, he has his uh, third book coming out, which is called Guaranteed Income, and uh, so that's what the interview is going to uh, to be about. Uh, but I'm gonna get into uh, just a few things before. Uh, uh, before we bring Barry on, but uh, but I guess the first uh, first thing to cover is uh, to just kind of announce some of the the most recent podcasts that we've done. We're really trying to make an extra effort this year to uh, be better with our podcast and uh, and really give information that uh, that you're looking for, that you're finding valuable. And uh, we would love to uh, to hear some feedback from you. So please uh, reach out to us at podcast at paradigmlife dot net. That's podcast p o d c a s t at paradigmlife p a r a d i g m life.net and we'd love to uh love to get some feedback love to see where you're at and love to uh to really add content to the uh to the podcast that you're uh that you're intrigued about and you have questions about uh so also another thing too and i mention this uh, quite often but it uh in itunes sometimes if you do have good ratings that uh, that more people are uh are able to see your podcast and there is uh you know there's there's opportunities there and if you like what you're hearing if you think others should hear it then uh, definitely go on there and leave uh leave us a review and uh and give us a rating that'd be uh, that'd be huge for us we'd really appreciate that also for new listeners go back and listen to our past podcasts we have I was looking today at some of the past podcasts we did with Barry Dyke and you know we have podcasts dating back till 2008 and so there's uh there's some good content on there and and uh, uh if you uh, are intrigued by what you hear then there's plenty to learn about so go to the wealth standard Dot com, uh, or you can go to iTunes and look up the Wall Standard and subscribe that way. But uh, but let's, uh, let's let's get into Barry just a little bit before I before I bring him on. But Barry uh, Barry's been in financial services for for a number a number of years, and uh, he works in a small shop up in uh, New Hampshire, and uh, his firm is called Castle Asset Management. And uh, you know for the last several decades, he's he's been he he calls it a crusade, a, a mission, whatever it is. But he's he's been on this uh, he's been on this this uh, uh, this this path to bring to the public information that we uh, that we typically don't know about. That's not always uh, blazing across media uh, headlines. And so, what he's really put into his uh, books, as far as passion and research, uh, is compelling. And I always call it, and I think uh, you know, I, I call it the underdog syndrome, where you know, really, if you're going after a Goliath, and, and I know he refers to it as such uh, quite often, but if you're going after a Goliath, uh, you need to use different strategies. You need to think differently, and you need to, uh, you know, you need to be strategic. And looking at Barry, I mean, he's going up against Goliath, which is Wall Street, which is DC, which is taxation, which is really the rhetoric that we're taught about financial services. And he, he, and I, we're in the same boat. We do ver- something very similar as far as uh, strategy is concerned. You know, we're we're really trying to to toe the line with uh, with a monster, and uh, and sometimes is difficult. But Barry, he's taken the approach of going in and documenting everything. Uh, and it is, it's profound. His first two books, it's amazing some of the stuff that he went into, the details he went into, which really shows uh, his level of passion. But this r- most recent book, it's actually one of the smaller books. But at the same time, it really focuses on really a, 
uh, a prevalent problem these days, which is uh, retirees or those that are on the brink of retirement trying to figure out what to do. And markets are crazy. They're up and down. And uh, energy prices have, are going haywire. Uh, foreign uh, foreign influence on the U.S., uh, on our markets, and also on trade and, and dollar valuation. It's, it's all over the place. And it's really... You know, it's it's interesting to see a lot of the fluctuations and how little control people have over their their hard-earned savings and their retirement. So, so really, this is focusing on you know what the wealthy do with uh, with their for, for retirement income. What type of financial vehicles do they use? And he did touch on this a little bit in his uh, in his second book, which is uh, the Highway to Serfdom. Uh, but in that book, he he talked a lot about how Wall Street is able to uh, essentially. Um, uh, capitalize and leverage uh, markets and businesses uh, and do very well at it. But really, the the interesting thing that he tried to point out there is what these individuals, what these companies, what these corporations are, are doing, uh, what high-level uh, government officials are, are doing uh, with, with their money. And, it, and really, he kind of puts a capstone on it in this, uh, in this book. But uh, Guaranteed Income, you can buy it off of his website. It's Barry James Dyke. Uh, dot com. Uh, his uh, firm's name is Castle Asset Management, so it's castleassetmgmt.com. Uh, and we'll put all those links on the on the show notes for you. But Barry's been uh, he's been featured in a number of publications: the Huffington Post, the New York Times, uh, Advisor Today, the National Underwriter, Yahoo, Business Week. Uh, the list goes on and on. And uh, and Barry, you know, I've, it was interesting. The first time uh, that I met uh, met Barry, it was actually about 10, 20 seconds after I ordered his book. I get this call randomly in, uh, in New Hampshire, and this was back in 2007, and uh, just right after he came out with his first book, The, the Pirates of Manhattan. And, uh, and since then, you know, we've, uh, we, he's been on the podcast a few times. Uh, we've also seen each other at different events. But really, we, we love Barry here, and we reference him all the time. We, we reference his books and the information that put, he's put out there. It's really helped our business. And so our hats, off, uh, our hats are off to him and, and, uh, and his influence on, on us. But, you know, Barry is on a crusade, and this is his next book. And uh, it's actually, you know, quite an amazing book. The foreword is by uh, David Walker, who is the ex-comptroller of the currency. And what he says in the foreword is, is profound. And typically forewords for books, you know, people are paid and, and so forth. But this foreword is very heartfelt, and it's really to the core of what's going on in the, uh, uh, in the U.S. these days. So, uh, But also just looking at some of the other references he makes, it's amazing the information he's been able to extract, whether it's from the Internet or from interviews uh, for, or for companies or from uh, uh, relationships that he has. Uh, but I, I, you're going to love the interview. It's, it's very short. It's only about 30 minutes long. But, uh, but I hope you enjoy it, and then I'll uh, see you on the back end, and, uh, and we'll wrap up. So today I have the, the privilege of talking to, uh, to Barry James Dyke. And you know, Barry, I've known Barry for a number of years now. He's been on the podcast before, and we'll, we'll make sure to put uh, those past, uh, past interviews on the, on the show notes. Um, but Barry, you know, you're, you're, on a, you're on a crusade. And I, me- I remember the first, the first time we met was your first, your, and I think it was back in 2000, mid-2007, uh, or late 2007, somewhere, somewhere around there. But I, I remember I ordered the book off of your website, and then like literally 20 seconds after that, I get this call from from New Hampshire, and that, that's the first time I I met you. But you know that book, the first book, The Pirates of Manhattan, it uh, it rocked it rocked my world. And you know now you're on your on your third on your third book. So what you know I, I know that you've had you know over over the course of time, it's been eight you know eight nine years now. Um, what what did maybe talk about what inspired the new book, which is called uh, Guaranteed Income? Well, the thing is, is as you know, Patrick, right now we, America is in a retirement crisis, and um, 
the truth of the matter is, Patrick, roughly in, in 1983, uh, roughly, if you worked at a large, uh, pop, uh, if you worked for a large employer, roughly 83% of the population had a uh, defined benefit uh, or guaranteed income stream. Um, today, um, that has gone down to roughly 17% of the population. And really, out of that 17%, uh, the, the, the lion's share of the people who ha do have defined benefit or uh, pension plans is essentially the state and, um, and public employees. So uh, the problem is, is only about roughly 7% of the population now has a, has a true pension plan. So uh, there is a retirement crisis, and, and, um, and all the stuff which is being offered by Wall Street is very, very unstable, as you know. And, um, and, the, the, and um, so that's... So it's just really trying to help people have a better retirement. Yeah, and I know you know this is that part of the crusade has really been you know the shift, the shift from you know defined defined benefit now to you know more of the the four hundred one k structure defined contribution. It's it's the it's the idea of of the shift of the shift in risk, um, but also a lot of it's about about control, right? And I know you've you know in your the, the highway to surf them the the pirates of manhattan 2 book you you re really went into a lot of a lot of detail um associated with what you know it's kind of like the 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 triad or something i don't know if you can call it that but it's that it's that cycle of wall street uh academia and and washington dc that are in this kind of you know they're colluding with one another and you know essentially benefiting these massive corporations and their you know majority shareholders and they're going and they're taking all that money and turning it around and, and putting it into insurance yeah yeah the, the, well this is the great hypocrisy of it all but the but the but the thing is the reason why i call the highway to serfdom uh patrick is because what what i discovered is that this whole system of ours okay um essentially uh, is, is built upon the use and abuse of other people's money yeah. or uh and this would uh there was a classic uh, uh book um other people's money written by justice brandeis and it became a, a justice in the supreme court but it's essentially about about this and so this, this is what's going on today and uh so the 401k is people uh your listeners out there uh, uh, should know is that really wall street really controls this and this has really been, Patrick, been a shift, a, a demographic. Well, you and I, were prior to this phone call, we were talking about the demographic shift in this. Mm -hmm. And what is, is the key thing, and I, I haven't brought this up as much as I should, but, but it, this is really, really true, is that what has happened in the old days, you didn't see this kind of crap going on, which is going on today, Patrick, because they didn't have access to people. In other words, Wall Street brokerages would call up individual investors one-on-one -on -one and push stocks, okay? Yep, yep. What has happened, and this is really kind of the defining moment, is that there's been a shift to the defined contribution model where all of a sudden Wall Street, instead of calling on thousands or hundreds of thousands of customers in the United States, they only have to call on uh, uh, several mutual fund companies. Yep. So the control is all shifted, really. There's been a, a whole locus of power going, shifting to, toward the, to the major mutual fund companies. So Wall Street, instead of having to call up hundreds of thousands of uh, individual investors on cold calls, they just sell their stuff into into uh, the mutual funds. Yep. And the mutual funds come from essentially regular old people and their employers. And so this has been a tremendous consolidation of power. Uh, and um, and 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 I actually have been researching this, and that's a really major major shift. So the power has really shifted more and more to the to the I call it the asset management industrial complex into the banks. <laughs> well, so so one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, you know, since 
since the you know the first book and now the second book, I mean, a lot of the things that you have have written about, especially the first one, you know, it was it was uh, it, it was timed almost perfectly because it was written right before the 2008 2009 mess. Um, but a lot of you know what caused that were were the result of um, some of the things you talked about in the first book. So I'm, so I know that you've been making making some waves, and I know that you've had influence on you know those that have that have read your book. But maybe talk about the influence that that you you have had and what the first two books have have really caused. Because I know at least it gave you an introduction to um, David Walker, right, who wrote the foreword yep. to uh, your new book because he. You know, he control of the currency, and he worked. I think he did. It was at the Peter, uh, the Peter Peterson. Peterson Peter, uh, yeah, Peter, the foundation. Peter, I know he went around yeah. and talked. You know, until he's blue in the face about you know the the mess that exists with the um, you know unfunded unfunded liabilities that the uh, that the U.S. is obligated to pay out. But why, why don't yeah? Why don't you go into maybe talk about some of the the people that you've gotten their ear and they've they've started to shift their focus as far as uh, you know what uh, what they're doing. Well, this the whole thing is this is yeah, it's kind of a, it's a blessing, um, uh, Patrick. I didn't realize that a lot of um, uh, people didn't understand how much you know the the assets have, uh, were really controlled by uh, Wall Street. But in it, make a long story short, because I did the research, I um, was um, uh, was essentially a number of economists, pretty well known economists in the United States, that said, "Barry, you know, keep keep on digging," and uh, because they're um, they really needed it to be said now. The irony of the whole thing—I'm kind of going in on my own, on my own here—in that um, a lot of the people who knew this to be a problem um, essentially did, wouldn't wouldn't commit to uh, the, this problem. And I was actually had uh, breakfast a year ago with a major, uh, with a CFO of a, a very uh, Fortune 100 company, and he said, "You know, Barry, you know this is all true what you're saying, but you know he's kind of has his own deal, so they really don't want to take a position." So. <laughs> I think so. I think what what I'm saying is that I think more and more, Patrick, and God bless you for doing what you're doing. Is that uh, that people really need to have more assistance from guys like like yourself and your, your paradigm life and and so on because because uh, the government ain't gonna do it. The government's in bed with these clowns, okay? And and the government controls this stuff. And as you can see in my in my last book, Patrick, this guaranteed income. And by the way, they people. You can find out more about me by going on barryjamesdyke.com. Again, that's www.barryjamesdyke.com. Yeah, but, we're, and we're going to put the link on the the website too. Yeah, uh, but the but the thing is, Patrick, as, as you you know, all my comments about the, these crazy uh, speculative mutual funds, I've essentially written to the Department of Labor, the SEC, um, the Treasury Department, the whole thing. So uh, this is uh, I've been making these 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 comments public knowledge. Yeah. Uh, as for uh, roughly five six years, and so, but the, the it's not until someone like yourself comes along, or um, or, or some people uh, who, who are willing to uh, to uh, speak the truth, uh, and so. But in any event, uh, but, but 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 the irony of the whole thing, as you know, Patrick, is that in these major institutions, um, and this is what I, I came in the last. This is the reason why I wrote Guaranteed Income. Your major institutions like. Uh, major companies like General Motors, who you and I bailed out, or TRW, or Bristol Myers, whoever Bell, Bell System, or all these major companies are using um, fixed income uh, life products uh, to fund their own pension obligations. <laughs> it, it's all true. No, and it's and and obviously with your with your book, I mean, you've never held back as far as proving and then proving again and then proving that and then proving that. You know, it's, it's more of like the all the derivatives associated with proving because it's all there. 
And, and now, you know, the information age we're in, there's so much out there, uh, but, you know, you back up everything that, that, you, that you say. And, you know, in, in the end, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, it's, it's one of those things, I think, I think it was Walker that said in, your, in the introduction is, you know, the idea of, of self-preservation is that, you know, even with that billionaire, you know, the, or the CFO of that major company, the Fortune 100 company, I mean, a lot of it's about self-preservation and, and really taking a stance on something that is very against the grain. You know, there are, there are probably a lot of consequences with people that are in those influential uh, positions. But in the end, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, and you've, you've probably had it happen to you, but sometimes a message falls on, you know, on deaf ears, as, as they say. And I, it was, I think it was, it was it this weekend? Yeah, it was this weekend or, or late last week where they, uh, I think it was ABC that had the, the, uh, the special on, on Madoff. And, you know, I remember watching the, the documentary Chasing Madoff where there was a, an analyst from Boston and it was a fascinating docu- documentary, but it was an analyst from Boston who basically s- saw the fund of, uh, of Madoff and he went in and did all sorts of research on how, you know, what he was claiming versus, you know, what was reality. And he had, he had you know, been crying to the SEC for 10 years and they would not hear him at all until Madoff actually turned himself in. But the idea is, is the message that you get out there. You know, it is, it is, you know, sometimes because it's against the grain, people don't, you know, consider it credible. That's at least been my, my experience over the last eight, eight, nine years. Um, but yeah. with what you've been able to do, it's you, you back every, everything up. So it's not like you're, you're crying wolf. I mean, you're basically saying, listen, here's the third time around. Let me give you, a, you know, this is what's happening. And here's all the proof w- once again, because, you know, we had a, a crisis back in 2008, 2009. But I mean, there's something that's going to be happening soon, just because of how the markets are. How the markets are, um, and I know you can't, you know, probably can't predict it. Nobody really can predict when. Um, but what do you? I mean, I guess a good question would be, what What are you with with this book? What are some things you're hoping people will will take from it? Um, to essentially invest themselves, get out of debt, and stay away from Wall Street. Um, uh, that's a that's a tall order, um, but I, I think really you know everyone's got some God-given gift, Patrick, whatever they, uh, that may be, and I think they should really invest in themselves first. The whole thing, Patrick, and it's really kind of simple and intuitive, is that if you want to get good at anything, you have to really work at something for a long period of time. However, what, what we've been taught, we've been brainwashed by Wall Street, is that if we just give them our money, our hard-earned money, is that um, they'll turn it into gold it, it, it's, it's really financial alchemy if you yep. will and um and the thing is there is nothing for nothing and the thing is is that um there never has been but and and i think people need to wake up to that now the irony of the whole thing is patrick i and i am a, uh, a registered investment advisor i do believe in equities um but the the whole thing is is so overblown i mean just the, the very the, the very word securities is, is kind of is kind of um, it's uh, it's misleading because, as you know, a lot of these stocks are very, very volatile. There's nothing secure about them at all. Yeah, nothing. And I, and I think I remember, and that's where, you know, I, I was it in your second book where you really hit home on on target date target date funds. I think it was I think it was your second your second book. They're awful. Yeah. It, <laughs> and I, and I think in this so in this book you went into really showing the breakdown of what what type of assets are inside of those i mean they're all mutual funds but what types yeah. of mutual funds what the focus is and and i think you pointed out that it was it was uh there's a lot of uh, a lot of financial financial stocks in there as well as mortgage-backed securities right which are still which are still out there and being purchased 
Yeah, a ho- a like hello. I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, and and the, and the whole thing is is that. Uh, and by the way, the blessing. Uh, I don't know if you noticed it, Patrick, but uh, Jack Bogle, the founder of uh, Vanguard, God bless his soul, he endorsed the book. He, uh, if you go on the, the again, if you go on BarryJamesDyke dot com, if you go on the, on the uh, uh, endorsements, Jack Bogle endorsed the book. He no, I wouldn't. I, I missed. I missed that. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. What a blessing. But um, but even Jack Bogle has a real concern about target date funds <laughs> and. Uh, you know, he's kind of the chairman emeritus or whatever you want to call it. But uh, I, I recently did a, re- a research project for a major uh, executive or public corporation. And, they, and part of their disclosure on their on their deferred compensation, they had these target date funds from Vanguard. And I couldn't believe it, Patrick. All of them, every major Vanguard target date fund, none of them has made a freaking dime since inception. <laughs> Not one, okay, and 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 I, and I will testify in a court of law over this, okay. Is not making this up. It's not crazy, Barry from New Hampshire. Not one of them has made money, okay. And there's a low cost provider. These things are horrible, but they're the default investment for American savings. So you put money into into a target date fund, you lose money. Ooh, that that does that's not. That's not very smart, is it, Patrick? No, no, and that's. But the thing, but you, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's, it's understanding what you're doing and having the education to do that. Because right now, the, the, the primary relationship that exists between you know the the public and Wall Street is is trust, and and that and that that boggles my mind because the signs of uh, abuse of that trust is. I mean, there's a dozen, two dozen documentaries. There are hundreds of books written on it. There are new, I mean, it's everywhere. But, and you still have, you know, Michael Lewis that, you know, did the, the, the big short. You, uh, you have his movie, uh, Flash, his Flash Boys. What's that? It's a great movie. Did you see the big Oh, I did. Yet? Yeah, I did. And it was accurate. Yeah. And, it, and then he did the Flash Boys about high frequency trading. And then, and then you have, you know, you have a lot of the. It's just it, it boggles my mind sometimes just why, why you know how how people are making decisions, right? And, and especially when you it's it's the emperor has no clothes, right? Where you know he's there naked and everybody you know, but nobody wants to call, nobody wants to be the you know the person that cries that cries out. So anyway, it's you know it's it's still fascinating to me, Barry, and and you know you've done a phenomenal job because it's not. You know, your writing isn't 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 rhetoric, right? Your your writing is, you know, th- here's here's what it says. L- look at it objectively and, and make a decision. But in the end, I, I just think that, like you said, we're, we're brainwashed as a society to thinking we, you know, have to do something, and anything that's different is just, you know, you don't even want to think about it. So. Yeah, yeah, and then, then the whole thing is, that I think, what your listeners need to know is that is that the essentially the media essentially. Uh, thank God for the internet. I mean, because uh, my book is, you know, the first book, Patrick. I have, you know, this last book, latest book. I haven't even really promoted. It. I think I may have sent out one email to guys like yourself, and mm-hmm. um, but the book has already sold it in, in the in the uh, Far East, and it's sold in Israel and England oh, and a bunch of other places. Um, but the the thing is that your traditional media, i.e., New York media, East Coast media, okay, um, they won't. They, they I'm, I'm kind of radioactive to them because the, you know who their biggest, some of their biggest advertisers. It was I call it the asset management industrial complex. Yeah, no, you it's know? every and every so, major commercial seems to be tied in one way or another to to Wall Street. But yeah, you and you brought that up in your second book. You brought up a lot. You know, it's maybe not the triad. It's the 
you know, it's the it's the square with four points adding in the media because the media is what is really the deliverer of the message that these groups want uh, want us to hear. Yeah. So so this, so this is you know true. So and you know and and uh, you know I've, I've sat down with Bloomberg and presented all these these facts and with CNBC and um, you know uh, but in any event so but I'm not a big advertiser so the truth doesn't get out there but uh, but but uh, thank goodness for guys like yourself and uh, you're making so. I, I really truly believe that it, you know it, it's a delay, David and Goliath uh, a situation, and um, you know, and, and these guys. But the irony of the whole thing is, is, is what I find, you know, what, what you'll see in the latest book, Patrick, is that the uh, you know the General Motors and the Bank of America and and, and Janet Yellen and uh, Ben Bernanke and even the Federal Reserve all use annuities and fixed products. Isn't that incredible? Huh? No, it is, and it, it it's one of the, and they. You know they're behind they're behind the scenes and they get to see it they get to see it firsthand and and they they know it's 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 volatile but they're able you know they have the intelligence to do that most people they're focused on you know their their career focused on their specific trade and skill which is not investing it's not financial management and so again it comes down to just that that relationship of, of trust unfortunately but you know I I wholeheartedly agree with you I mean it's something that we try to teach all of our clients is that you don't you shouldn't do anything anything until you know what it is because in the end if you trust somebody you know now that is basically taking a dollar that you earn and you had full control over and you you give it to somebody that has none of that so it, it, it's you know it's one of those those battles that I think is going to go on for a long time and you know I think there'll probably be some correction in uh, in the next few years I mean there's been there's announcements every day that it's like wow how can the market survive if that's what the announcement just was but a lot of things are, you know, a lot of things are manifesting at this point, and you know, and, and it it just comes down to really gambling with uh, with American money, with American private money, and you know, the day of reckoning, you know, who, who knows when it, when it's going to come? It's come multiple times, you know, since you wrote your your first book. But really, what is the, you know, what is that event that's really going to trigger people to thinking differently? And I don't know, maybe it's uh, never going to come, but you know, it doesn't mean we shouldn't keep fighting uh, fighting the fight. Yeah, but exactly, and the whole thing is, is that, but this is serious stuff because the, um, you know, it, I think all societies really are built on honesty, and then one of the biggest things is really about how you save and you warehouse your money, and um, you know, it's a uh, one of the really big issues, and and so I compliment you and in, in really into being bringing incredible transparency and integrity into what you're doing, Patrick, um, because the. Uh, because uh, you're not going to get it from the media, and you're not going to get it from Wall Street, and um, you know, uh, I, you know, <laughs> and I, I hate to, to tell you, but I've, I've 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 met with some pretty high up government officials, and they don't even know. Yeah. So, um, so in any event, so keep doing what you're doing because you're, you're you're right on the mark. Yeah. Well, it's it's the underdog syndrome. You know, it's it's the guy that's at the top doesn't have to work. Right, because they're already at the top, and everybody already believes them. But it's the underdog that really has to put in the extra effort, because they're the ones that are, you know, trying to climb to the top as far as knowledge is concerned. And you know, sometimes it's in that process you you become an expert, and the person at the top, hopefully, because they've been resting on their laurels, um, you know, will, will make some mistakes, which happens all the time. So yeah, it's I don't know, Barry. I I have a ton of admiration for you, and I know I asked you like when when you're going to stop and. 
And I asked you that before uh, before we got on the on the actual recording, but um, you know you're you're in this for the you're in this for the long haul, the ult, the ultimate long haul. And <laughs> you know it's really it's really one of those things. It's an honor. You know I'm glad you uh, you you were gracious enough to to call me that uh, that one time we formed you know formed a relationship. But I you know I, I love everything you you've written, and you know when you read it, you know it comes from the heart, and you know nobody. You know, in their right mind, would go into all of the research <laughs> that you've gone through unless they had an incredible passion and a desire to share that message. And so, my my hat my hat goes off to you, Barry, a million times. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, but it, as you say, you know, in the latest book, shows, it's kind of not just an American scam, but it's your it's the, it's the same scam in Europe. You know, uh, but uh, uh, but you know, Europe doesn't have to support um, our military like we do. And yeah. So it's a uh, you know, so it's a so in any event, so but yeah, so what I'm doing, I'm trying to give people some, I guess maybe just some uh, some peace of mind, and, and you know a sense of well-being in retirement, you know, and, and so um, you know uh, I'm a big client I had one time, and he had accumulated all this money in retirement plans, and, what, and this guy Walter, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said Barry, he says, I just, he says, I just want to drive my RV around the country. <laughs> Enjoy my grandchildren, not worry about this crap anymore. And so, uh, but he's happy and he's actually doing it. So, uh, so that that means a lot. Yeah, and it's it's it is because we do you know from a you know from a business standpoint, you know we do a lot a lot of the same things. And it's you know you can't you can't replace what what these these guarantees give a guaranteed income, a replacement of a, of a paycheck, and it's guaranteed. I mean that just that fact alone, the fact of of certainty. Uh, when it comes to the number one, you know, number two concern and anxiety that that uh, the aging generation is having, I mean, if you can solve that problem, you're you're, you're a godsend. And the, but the problem's been solved for hundreds of years. It's just people, you know, it's been it's been polarizing just because of uh, because of what Wall Street is doing, telling people that they need to keep their money in the market and you know bet on a three and a half to four percent withdrawal rate and and you know cross their cross their fingers every time they get a quarterly statement. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and, and the whole thing. But as I say, there's a number of top economists in, in the world now who uh, actually agree with me too on this. So that's uh, the, you know Canadian is is uh, uh, Moshe Mavilsky and out in Toronto, and then uh, uh, the guy out in um, Israel, and uh, you know major. Um, then there's a bunch of guys down at the American College, and, uh, and 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 a bunch of folks saying, you know, uh, this is really the way to go. And you know, of course, now the irony of the whole thing is, you know, the GAO uh, uh, government accountability backs up the research as well. So who knows? Yeah, who knows what it's going to do? I mean, the, the proof's all there, the logic is all there, and and anybody that wants to read, I mean, it's it's uh, this book is not as long as your as your previous previous books, um, but it is it is stock full of of inf- new information, and you also bring kind of back. Some of the information went through in, in the first first two books, but then in the end, it's basically just a you know it's like a uh, an appendix of all sorts of backup backup information that uh, that you refer to throughout throughout the book, which is uh, which is really cool. But but we'll put a link for everybody that wants to read the book. Are you going to do an audio book, or are you just doing uh, just doing the uh, written book now? Probably not. You know, the funny thing I did an ebook too. You know, and this whole, this is kind of a lot of the everyone's going to do an ebook. You know, Patrick. I think it cost me more to program than the, than the copies of the book I've sold, and uh, <laughs> so I did that for the uh, for the for the you know I did the audio book first, and then the mask get destroyed. But in any event, so 
Uh, unless you're something like Stephen King, it's really not worth it. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, the, in the ebook, you know, I, I, I did that, and I think I sold maybe. I did. I didn't even meet my programming costs, and so I actually mm-hmm. have the the latest book program for an ebook, but uh, um, I, I don't even know if I'm going to release in that form because it, it it just doesn't sell. And 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 the nice thing about a paper is you, people can mark it up and make notes on it and stuff like that. And it has the nice graphics. Well, we'll we'll make sure that we put uh, you know we put the link to to make the purchase on uh, on our website and also on on the blog that houses some of the show notes, but, but we had, we had, we had to uh, do a podcast more frequent. I think the last one was, was over two years ago. So let's, uh, let's do something maybe uh, toward the end of the year and, and hook All back right. up. See what, see what happens to the economy between now and then. All right. Well, Patrick, we'll keep up the good work and uh, God bless you. And uh, we need more people like you and uh, to people to tell the truth out there and uh, keep up with your good works. Okay, thanks, Barry. So, we'll, so for the website again, it's www.barryjdike.com? No, it's barryjamesdike.com, full Barry, name. Barryjamesdike, all spelled out, dot, dot com. And then, like I said, we'll put the link uh, to purchase the book and also link to all, all, the other, uh, all your other online resources on the, on the show notes. All right, thank you so much, Patrick. Okay, thanks, Barry. All right, that was, uh, that was quite the interview. As, as you guys can, uh, you guys can tell, you know, Barry, Barry is passionate and he, he's going to continue to do this until, uh, until he's in the grave. And so this is probably uh, not the last book, but, you know, really, I, I remember one of the, the, the first things that I, that I started to pick up on during, you know, 2009, 2010 was when, you know, because Barry came out with this book, the first book that really, it didn't necessarily talk about bubbles, but it really talked about just uh, Wall Street and uh, what banks are doing, what corporations are doing, what they're telling people to do, which is in conflict. Uh, but I, I remember, you know, in uh, once once the bubble did pop and once this chaos ensued, uh, I remember uh, Barry uh, posting something uh, on, on his blog, and uh, it was basically a, a Jay Leno uh, which I'm assuming Barry has a relationship with Jay Leno, but Jay Leno saying, I guess Barry Barry Dyke was right, and this was obviously, you know, said on uh, on the late the I think it's the late night show or that Jay Leno once uh, once ran. But anyway, you know, it's it's one of those things where Barry has made a, a great deal of influence, and he uh, is is on a crusade, and this book is is representative of that. Uh, but I definitely think you should pick it up. It's uh, you can buy it on his website, like I mentioned. It's uh, BarryJamesDyke.com. Uh, and, and there's also a lot of other information on there about Barry, his past books, his bio, and, uh, and other information. So uh, also, you know, in, in, this, in this vein, I mean, looking at the primary financial strategy that, that we really started with at Paradigm Life, uh, you know, three, three years ago or so, it really started to shift because the, the, the overarching need that uh, individuals really have is not necessarily what you can accumulate money to, but what that money will translate into uh, once you are uh, no longer able to put in the, the effort for, uh, for your working years. And that's income. And so looking at our focus there, we came across a number of different strategies. And uh, it's interesting to see kind of how uh, Barry and, and uh, you know, our strategies have aligned over the, over the years. Uh, but there are some things that we've done as well. So you can check out our resources pages at paradigmlife.net. We'll also put this in the, in the show notes. Uh, but on that resources page, we have a couple videos on there. Also, we're, we're featuring a, an ebook. Uh, it's actually about a 50-page ebook by uh, an individual that was on the podcast uh, a few months ago named, named uh, Wade Fow. 
and he wrote a book just talking about really the the idea behind retirement income and keeping your money in the in the market to be able to uh, you know what what that looks like when it comes to what you can pull from that portfolio in, in retirement. So that ebook is on our resources page. Uh, then we also wrote uh, wrote a book about uh, wealth building and creating income. Uh, and that's a shorter shorter version of it, but that's uh, on the resources pages as well. But you know, this is one of those things where you know we, I, I use the uh, the analogy on the on the podcast of the emperor has no clothes, and it sounds silly. It's a childhood uh, uh, fable, but it, it's it's one of those things where you know it it metaphor, metaphorically speaks to uh, what's going on right now, where you have so much chaos, so much is going on, and it's kind of like people because you know of the majority of people doing the exact same thing, you know, they're they're not taking action, they're not calling into question uh, certain things to to me and to others are. You know, just uh, just plain as day. So I look at that, and I really, you know, it, it it's continuing to build the message, whether it's books or podcasts. But you know, if you uh, if if you are in that in that vein, if you're questioning what we talk about and questioning whether the traditional strategies um, are or are not uh, viable to uh, to individuals today, we'd love to hear your feedback. So give us uh, give us shoot, shoot us an email at podcast at paradigmlife.net. Uh, and we'd love to hear what your questions are. We'd love to hear what your comments are. Uh, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, you know, we would love to, uh, to truly take that information and to pick it apart and uh, do some research and and come to really what the truth is. Because in the end, that's, I think, what Barry is trying to do. That's what we're trying to do is, is figure out a way to meet people's needs that are essentially the best and most uh, secure and safe strategies that are out there. Uh, because right now, this, the most prevalent strategies, the ones that are used by the majority of people, are just not, are just not working, and it's and it's plain it's plain as day to us. And you know, ultimately, it will be plain as day, but it may be too late uh, for those that are actually thinking it is going to work for them. Uh, but appreciate everybody and their and their listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the interview with Barry. Go check out his stuff on his website, Barry J- Barry dot com, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next show. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Wealth Standard Radio Show your gold standard in everything financial.